today on this, the Sunday, just before the feast, the great feast of the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the feast of Christmas, the nativity of Christ as it's called. We have many, many beautiful things happening in the hymns of the church and the gospel readings. The gospel, if you were here for the gospel, is the gospel of the genealogy of Jesus Christ. It is literally the family tree of Christ. And many people wonder what business, what's the point of every year on this, the Sunday before Christmas, hearing all of those very complicated names. There are names that are not familiar to us today. They're names of the Old Testament. But it's important for us, for a church, because it shows that Christ was a historical person, a real human being, not a ghost, not someone that is made up in, in history just to fill a space, but a real human, human being with real relatives. The other thing that's interesting, how many people at one time or another in their lives are embarrassed by someone in their family? Perhaps we don't want people to know that we're related to them because they have done something bad in the world. Perhaps they're criminals. Maybe they were in jail. Maybe they are on trial for being accused of doing something wrong. And sometimes we want to hide. That's not my uncle or my aunt or my cousin. And we become a little bit like St. Peter when he was asked if he knew Christ, if he was one of the apostles. The church does not hide the relatives of Christ. Even though included in the list that we heard in church today, there were murderers and harlots, prostitutes, all kinds of sinners and unrighteous people. Of course, there were many righteous people. Saints. But the church doesn't hide that in the world, there are people that struggle. Some like David who changed their lives and repented and became saints. Others who struggled to change. And it's a microcosm, this genealogy of our world. Even, dare I say, dare I say of our church and the people sitting in this church today. Some of us will struggle. Some of us will change and do better. And others will have a harder time doing that. But nonetheless, we are reminded today that we are part of the lineage of Jesus Christ by grace, through baptism, with the potential to become like the greatest of saints. I'm going to leave you with one other thing, and that is that yesterday we celebrated the feast of St. Dionysius. If you don't know the life of St. Dionysius, I ask you to look it up. Look up the life of St. Dionysius of the island of Zakynthos. It's in, in America, many people know it as the island of Zante. Zakynthos is a beautiful island known, of course, for its pristine waters and its white beaches and its shipwrecked beach with the very beautiful old boat. But we all, it's also known as the island of a walking saint, St. Dionysius, who many people say has visited them even now, even though he lived in the 16th century. They have slippers that they put on his feet because his body has not decayed the way normal bodies decay. And we are blessed to have one of those slippers that were on the feet of St. Dionysius. 
But St. Dionysius reminds us that in our lives, you'll hear a lot, especially as people get a little bit older, they start to think about how they'll be remembered. What will be my legacy? What will happen after I'm gone? And typically, people try to solve that answer, to solve that problem, and answer that question with wealth. They say, you know, I know, I know how I'll be remembered. I'll guarantee that I'm remembered because I'm going to make donations and I'll get a plaque on the wall and my name will be on this building or in this room. And that way, when I'm gone, when I'm dead, the world will still remember me. And it's ironic that most of the people that are very wealthy and have all kinds of plaques, eventually, they're forgotten. Think about history. Think about the most wealthy of people in history. Go back hundreds and hundreds of years. And of course, their name might be written somewhere in a book, but nobody talks about them. But St. Dionysius, who was wealthy and gave everything he had away, we still talk about today. And not because of his wealth, but only for one simple reason. Because of his love. He loved people. He treated everyone with love, even the murderer of his brother, who he hid so that they wouldn't find him and kill him. He was sad and he cried when he found out that this man had murdered his brother. But nonetheless, he protected him. We want to be remembered by our love. If we don't have love, we won't be remembered for any other reason. As Christians, we are called to be people who love even the people that disappoint us, even the people that make us sad, even the people that hurt us. And by our love, we have the ability to change the world. St. Dionysius ended up saving his brother's murder, who later repented and came to the monastery and became a monk, the murderer of his brother. By our love, we can change the world. Of course, we can do good things with our resources, with our money, with our different things that we have, but we can do more with our love. May the love that all of you have shine in this world and make a difference.